<clears throat> All right, we're back after a week of a lot of sports action everywhere. How's everyone doing? Doing good. Doing well. Okay. Just okay. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Um, so this is our 44th episode. Jesus Christ, we've um, done 44 years. Every week, someone's going to be surprised with how many episodes we've done. I apologize now for the Raspberry Boys and the disturbing man in the lawnmower near my dorm. Lots to get to this week. And um, you guys want to start us off with some football? Yeah, we're going to take it to the gridiron. I'll start us off with Thursday night. Jacksonville versus Cincinnati. T-Law versus Burrow, the battle of number one overall picks. This was uh, – uh, I mean, I yeah. guess this was an interesting game, game because it was, it was slightly competitive. But, I mean, Cincy, what the hell are you doing? You I mean, you let Jacksonville get up by two scores. But and then we, they came we have back. a lot to get into, and we're talking about the Jaguars later too. Oh, God. Yeah. We will, no, we'll talk about it right after this. I swear to God. It's like Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville could not see the whole lead. Since he came back and won the damn game off a field goal. And DJ Chark could not seem to aim to hold himself up after breaking his ankle. Well, speaking, of, speaking of holding himself up to standards, Urban motherfucking Meyer. What does he do after the game? He, he gets caught down behind in Cincinnati court, and he decides so, to. So, yeah. So, let me, let me talk about it. Let me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he freaking is from Ohio, and they're in Cincinnati, and they're at a bar called Urban's Bar in Dublin, Ohio. And there's a picture on the bar. If you look, if you Google it, Dublin's Ohio, you look it up, and it says there's a picture in the bar of Urban Meyer and his wife with the picture. And then there's another picture later of obviously a female grinding on him. I mean, that's you can take that as it is, but... (laughs) I was clueless. <laughs> no, 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 Jesse. I think you, I think you seem to forget he was trying to show her some pass coverage of what he was trying to show. Yeah, he's been a disaster so far. He's still looking for oh an FCS team on the schedule. There is, there is. Still, he hasn't realized yet that he's the FCS team. But uh, Wait, I, I want to say real quick. I want to say, what if? And you can call me on my bullshit in a second. What if Urban Meyer was the coach of the Bridgewater Bears? I mean, we do we probably do decent. I mean, again, we're we're Division three, so it's not like we're getting it's not like we're getting in like five star recruits, but we can try. Huh? Well, I mean, it has happened in the past, but UMass did it, and look at them—they're zero and five going against UConn, who's zero and six. It's tomorrow it's going to be a battle of who who actually deserves to stay in the in the fbs spoiler alert neither of them deserve it moving on to sunday football we could all uh laugh our asses off at the tennessee titans when they took off the new york jets i got a question for all tennis for anyone that's on the tennessee titans how the fuck do you let the jets beat you how do you let the fucking Jets beat you? I mean, losing AJ Brown, Julio Jones, and Bud Dupree to 
to leg injuries is didn't help, but they relied way too much on they relied way too much on in Derrick Henry and and then Randy Bullock kicks the way he looks wide. And the Jets seem to freaking escape with a win, and everyone proceeds to laugh their asses off. I think the funniest thing is that this was <laughs> this was sort of Corey Davis's revenge game. In four, you know what's funny? One hundred eleven yards and one touchdown mm-hmm. against his former team. <clears throat> and what's funny too? Nothing they like a made, revenge they, game as a Jets player. What's it called? They fucking made Zach Wilson look a competent quarterback for the first time in his career. I hope That's this. I hope this is a sign of things to come. I, I hate the Jets, but I want Zach Wilson and to be good, and I want Robert Sala to be. A, I want Zach Wilson to get the hell out of there. It's too early to say that. I mean, you see I what th- they did with Sam Darnold? They're pretty much, pretty much in the starting the process. <laughs> yeah, but that's what Zach three years, Darnold, We'll get to Darnold in due time. Um, yeah. um but uh, I think for now, let's uh. Well, let's move on to uh, Chicago, where we got uh, where we got uh, a win over Detroit in twenty four fourteen. But it is unfortunately a pyrrhic victory because uh, because uh, if there's one thing that Chicago is uh, that the Chicago Bears are known known for, it's always having in either a strong defense, a strong running game, or both. And they just lost their strong running game because. Uh, because David Montgomery, after rushing 23 times for 106 <laughs> touchdowns, he might be going down um, with uh, with an ACL injury that could leave him sidelined for as long as week 11. At least it's not like as serious as like a season under, though. <clears throat> I mean, uh, but I mean, still, this is. I, yeah, I know, but still, but like, <clears throat> at least it's not as that, at least it's not that serious. <clears throat> Also, well, another thing I'm serious though, Justin Fields actually looked good today. Actually looked good. Honestly, Man, if holy shit. Sorry, if there's one thing that this uh, that this this game um, really solidified, uh, in my head, it's that it's that Detroit really could not get away with uh, with leaving uh, with losing both of their uh, wide receivers in the uh, in the offseason. They probably could have gotten away with. Uh, leaving Kenny Galladay, they probably could have gotten away with leaving in Marvin Jones Jr. They could not get away with. Uh, they can't get away with uh, uh, with letting because uh, because uh, who the hell is Khalif Raymond and and why is he you know, leading uh, and why is he leading the uh, uh, the team on that day in uh, in receiving yards and touchdowns with. With less than fifty, <laughs> their um, their best receivers are tight end. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, and I mean he's underrated, and he's not even getting any touches. I mean, um, Jared Goff is not going to throw it to, but DeAndre Swift's been pretty solid so far. Well, and also need to save Jared Goff again. Yeah. So, but from the confine of Soldier Field to the Warm and sunny, warm and sunny sights of Hard Rock Stadium. We bring you Indianapolis shit kicking Miami to the curb. Yeah, I uh, 
I have a bit of beef with Brian Flores here, and I swear to God, it is. Uh, and I swear to God, it's not because Miles Gaskin is on- about the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I swear to God, it's not because is Miles Gaskin is on my uh, paid fantasy team. I mean, he is on my paid fantasy team, but uh, but how do you have one of the uh, one of the best dual uh, one of the more underrated dual way running backs in the uh, league? Someone who can uh, someone who pretty much carried your uh, someone who uh, did really damn good uh, last season and. And you're not even utilizing you're you're, uh, you're barely cracking like 50 rushing yards uh, total per game, and um, and it it's just either this team uh, either this team just has no competent offense because uh, because I mean in, in like who do they have for uh, receive who do they have as like competent receivers other than in Parker and Waddle. Oh, oh, and they're just, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like if mm, shit doesn't mm, change quickly, Tua's going to die here. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be hell for Tua. Who is the, um, tight end or the, uh, the, yeah, the Yaseki? Yaseki, yeah. 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 He's not bad, but I, I think you're right. They don't really have, much receiver depth after those two guys, and one of them's a rookie. So, I mean, and then they were supposed to have um, Will Fuller back, but he was out last week, I, last I saw. So, I mean, they definitely have some work to do. I mean, when I mean when you're talking about Will Fuller, er, you're also talking about a guy who's uh, who like will will have a hot streak of like four or five games, and then immediately. You know, we go down with a uh, with an injury or uh PED suspension. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but uh, uh, I guess Jonathan Taylor finally had a, a good game in this year with uh with sixteen rushes, one hundred three yards, and a touchdown. Once also didn't do too bad, and he also minimized his mistakes. But it, yeah, just. I feel like my uh, Miami has uh, Miami has again crafted themselves one of the worst offenses is in the league so far. I'm not shocked to say the least. Plus, plus, plus with the absence of two because of those ribs. Yep, and now they yeah. they got to rely on Jacoby Brisket. Brisket. From Miami, we go to U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota. We got the Browns taking on the the Vikings, and this game sucked. Yeah, uh, this this was, game just merely sucked. This was so. Uh, this game was honestly such a bad one for uh, Baker that uh, that Baker uh, that Baker's wife actually went on in her Instagram story. To to call out pretty much everybody who 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 is in her DMs um, saying uh, uh, saying like Baker's a bum. I could have made that uh, pass, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that great of a game. But I mean, uh, but I mean, Cleveland 
and came out on top. And, and I mean, I don't know. I, it, part of me feels like, uh, part of me feels like eventually, uh, like within the next, uh, next year or two, Mike Zimmer might uh, end up out of, uh, of Minnesota. There's not happened before already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what's, what isn't surprising is the Atlanta Falcons being jack shit. This is and that and that is a segue to our next game where the Falcons took on the Washington football team. Yeah, the yeah, uh, Atlanta choked away a, a game they had an 80 an 85 plus percent chance of, of winning. That isn't in at all surprising. What is surprising is Cordero Patterson in five receptions. My man. 82 yards. Saving my fantasy team, baby. Oh, I'll get I'll get to my thing in a little while here. That wow, I I I didn't know that Super Cordell Bowl Patterson. champion Cordell Patterson. Yeah. I mean, shit, he's <laughs> the best. He's the he's easily the best return man the league has seen since like Devin Hester. But I mean, I yeah, I, I agree. I didn't I agree with that. that. He had. Uh, he had that uh, much receiving talent in him. Yeah. And I'll say the Falcons shit away a lead again is an understatement. They suck. Sell the goddamn team. No, you want not even sell the team. Just get rid of them. But then what will that have? Uh, but then what will that uh, fantastic secret base documentary have been, been for? It would have been for everyone laughing on a sad fan base whose team can't win for shit. Eh, I don't know. But, uh, what I do mean, you think of Kyle Pitts so far while we're on the Falcons? Kyle Pitts so far? I mean, I haven't oh. really seen eh, – I haven't seen many Atlanta highlights because, I mean, let's face it, there aren't many. But uh, uh, he's been – he's been solid – I just don't think fourth overall pick solid. I agree. That's a good thing. Yeah, should have been a little lower, but like honestly, at this point, I'm uh, I'm thinking that uh, that like the Bengals might have been in in a lot smarter taking in Jamar Chase. That yeah, because the thing is though, Jamar Chase can actually fucking produce. Remember when we were clowning on him in the preseason because he was complaining about how hard it was to catch the football. Remember when you shit on me for having Jamar Chase go on number five? I shit on everyone for having. I sh- I crapped on pretty much everyone for having Jamar Chase at number five because I thought that, uh, because I thought that for once they wouldn't be, uh, they would be smart and actually uh, give their uh, their franchise quarterback an offensive line, in which I mean I guess they did that in the second round, but uh, but I mean come on, Sewell was right there, but also. Uh, but also, yeah. see that Jamar Chase uh, performing great for Plus, Burrow to Chase, you know, you got to have that LSU shit happen. Yep. And, uh, I mean, the Heineke McLaurin in connection is seem, it seems to be pretty damn good. It, I mean, yeah. I love that pairing. On, on their fantasy team, but 
And I mean, we'll get to another fancy monster eventually. Yeah, you want you want to know what's not a good pairing? Uh, really anybody the with Texans. the Texans. Yeah, literally. Yeah. They got the absolute dick kicked in by the Buffalo by the Buffalo Bills. I almost said Buffalo Sabers. Jesus Christ. I I almost said Buffalo Bills. She's not not Buffalo Bills. I almost said Buffalo Sabers. Jesus Christ. Got got roasted so hard they got eh, they got killed in a completely different sport. But yes. I mean, hey, hey, eventually we'll have uh, the Sabers kicking in in a Houston team because I mean, yeah, it, yeah, that's a do <laughs> But this game sucked. Davis Mills, eighty-seven passing yards, four motherfucking interceptions. They had one hundred thirty-five yards of to- of offense. It's on the entire game, and uh, and Stefan Diggs almost uh, almost made it there uh, on seven receptions. This team is fucking garbage. Why did you have to bring a team back to Houston, Roger? Because because money. Oil is one because money, and two because uh, well, one because money, two because. Is you have to have the uh, uh, the cleanness of uh, of four divi- uh, of a four by four conference. Mine's like a freaking put them in Memphis at that point. Hell, I'm sure people in fucking Memphis would appreciate them more than they do in Houston. Or better yet, maybe they appreciate it more in Birmingham for God's sake if they put if they, instead of Houston. But I mean, let's also face. Let's also not ignore the fact that Houston is. Uh, is like the second biggest market, uh, the second biggest sports market in uh, in Texas, and I mean they're uh, uh, with uh, with Alabama. Uh, uh, I'm not sure uh, at this point. It's gonna be uh, a question. Probably Tuscaloosa. Probably Tuscaloosa. Uh, I was about to say, if you're gonna put something in Alabama, it's gonna be a question of whether or not. Uh, people are even gonna care because uh, because college college football is uh, is so uh, ubiquitous down there that it's uh, that would it even be worth it to put a uh, to put like an actual NFL team team down there? You know, now you can have Nick, Nick Saban coach both teams. <laughs> yeah, I who knows? I mean, the last time Saban coached an NFL team, it didn't go uh, too well. Yeah, but what also didn't go too well was the Saints' return to their home. And uh, you know, J- Jameis minimized his mistakes, but uh, but wow, they uh they really did not. Uh, the Saints kind of didn't do too well. I mean, they were missing Teron Armstead, so they were uh, missing. In- Michael Thomas has been out all season so far, so like. Yeah, but screw Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas doesn't deserve sympathy. Not a person like the. Well, like honestly, you don't like, you know, like Michael Thomas is like one of the better receivers in the league. Like, not probably- like not like not like top tier, not like not top tier, but like maybe second or third tier type thing. MT is uh, Michael Thomas is is a third tier receiver. Or, or if your defense can properly cover a slant and route, then congratulations, you've completely. You've completely dismantled 
old Michael Thomas's entire route running route clock. Yeah. But Winston did all right. But somehow Daniel Jones did actually – wait, Daniel Jones had a 400-yard passing game? What the Hold fuck? on. Hold on. I th- not only is this it's interesting because – uh, because Daniel Jones owns oh, fine crack of 400 mark, but uh, we gotta, we gotta, is that John Ross? I'm, I have to rub my oh, yeah, that's, that's John, John Ross. Ross. Oh, well, that, He's that, back. that really is, that really is the fastest, uh, that really is, is I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> that really is. <laughs> 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 Go <laughs> oh, fast as fuck, boy. Three receptions, seventy-seven yards, and, and a touchdown. Um, but I mean, Barkley had eight total touches, one hundred and twenty-six total yards, and two touchdowns. Wow, that that is a jeez. How how did this? Where was this this offense hiding? In, in Giants, like wow. Well, also, was well, oh, I can't make a good segue. We're just saying, all the fucking play. They were missing their, their second and third receiver. I mean, <clears throat> Sterling Shepard and, Dar- and Darius Slayton, and both inactive with hamstrings. Yeah. And so they had to rely on in Kadarius Tony and Miss uh, and in <clears throat> Mister I'm fast as fuck boy John Ross is to to carry the load, but uh. Yeah, but uh, let's head on over to Philadelphia, where if John Ross is I'm fast as fuck boy, Patrick Mahomes is I can throw the fucking football. Boy, Jesus Christ! Yeah, five but... touchdowns. Looking <laughs> for Tyreek Hill. Thirty points for three of them. What? Okay, so you know the meme of uh, of the Tobey Maguire. Uh, Spider-Man, and where he's got his glasses off, and it's it's a blurry image of uh, something, and then and he puts his glasses on it, and it's something in that uh, that like in one trait resembles uh, the thing that was blurry. Yeah, the uh, uh yeah, Tobey Maguire with his glasses off is looking at the uh, the 2021 in Kansas City Chiefs, and when he puts his glasses on, he's looking at the. Uh, he is looking at the uh, uh, he's looking at the 2016 Atlanta Falcons. And let me tell you why. How does a team with this much uh, how does a team with uh, this much talent give up 30 points to the uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles? How does a team with the uh, Devonta Smith? That's why. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's not well, a well, part of the reason. But you have Devonta Smith is a honey you have Tyron Matthew, one of the best defensive tackles in the entire game, in Chris Jones, and you give up thirty points to, uh, and you give up thirty freaking points to. Uh, well, he can't sack anybody because he's scared that the ref, that the officials will call a ref in the passer penalty. They were, they were, they were out there. They were out one of their best uh, offensive tackles. They, uh, and if, uh, and honestly, uh, I'm sort of over the roughing the passer uh, stuff because is most of uh, because most of it I've realized is is just is what happens after the pass. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like rough roughing the kick roughing the kicker. It doesn't get called much because uh, because I mean as soon as uh, as soon as he gets kicked uh, as soon as the ball gets kicked, it, uh, there's not much that can be uh, done. And but oh no. Uh, but I mean, and it's it's entirely about uh, how uh, how well are you at uh, at curbing your forward momentum. It's it's not. Yeah. But on from Philly to the rival Dallas, where we see the, the, the Panthers take on the Cowboys. Yep. And uh and this is where we we learned that uh you know Sam Donald may have may still have a little bit of work to do. Yeah. Oh. It's also a coming out party for the Dallas Cowboys defense, which has been balling all year with Mr. Diggs. And, well, they did just lose Jalen Smith. Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys released Jalen Smith for why? I don't know. Yeah, they, uh, I don't know why they released Jalen Smith. I mean, the Packers picked him up for – or like veteran minimum, but uh, but I mean, hey, Zeke at least had a good game. He had uh, the longest rush of his career since his rookie season. That was still yeah, under- forty-seven yards. I I I kind of want to I want to know what happened to Zeke. That uh, like. Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> Jesse, I'm guessing Jesse going to get out. three in touchdown rushes right now. Uh, Andy had Jesse, his best game since, since his rookie year the other day. I like how Jess was getting up to go somewhere, and then Johnson just says that, and he's like, he sits down and like, bitch, what? Well, like, in his rookie season, he was having games. He's top five in rushing yards right now. And top <laughs> five in rushing touchdowns. Fair enough. But, I mean, when your longest run since your rookie season is still all under 50. I agree. He hasn't been as good as his rookie year, but, I mean, he's not like Terry. He's, I think you, you, can't, you can't move on from the guy. <laughs> I guess that's fair, yeah. Zach, thoughts? Yeah, Zach. Uh, what about the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> yeah, uh, the whole Zeke situation. Um, Zeke, I mean that. Uh, I mean that boy's seven yard rush was good. Yes, uh, amen. Yes, amen. But what was also good was the game between the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. You know it. Which Johnson is about to have a goddamn orgasm about Russell Wilson winning another game. Screw you, uh, San Fran. And, I mean, Debo Samuel, fantastic receiver, 156 yards, two touchdowns. But uh, you know what's better than that? A freaking win. And you know what? That is what – Yeah, by one score. I don't care. Uh, uh, Metcalf, Metcalf finally uh, produced something in that game. And we'll, we'll get into – actually, we won't get into another game um, that – in which Metcalf produces is later on. I swear to God, we are not talking about last night. But oh yeah, we are. Oh yeah, we we're are. We're not talking yeah. about last night. But 
Oh, yeah, we are. You need to scale yes. over it. This was an interesting okay. game because, I mean, they were missing they were missing Chris Carson, but Alex Collins. Oh, okay. Jocelyn, you did not update the uh, records for the next game. Oops. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's the Rams. No one gives a shit. Yeah. Speaking of the Rams, we go on to their game against the Cardinals. The Cardinals are still somehow undefeated. I say somehow because when was the last time, other than 2015, that they were this good? Uh, I think I said other than 2015. 08, maybe? Uh, with uh, Kurt Warner? I was about to say 2008. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's probably been a while because they've been in so much utility. Yep. But I mean, but I think Kyle Murray's Kyle Murray's looking real good though. One real good. Turn the entire league into the Big Twelve. Yes, but honestly, though, Kyle Murray has been one of the better QBs. Matt Stafford's had a fucking career renaissance since being I traded want, to LA. I want to know, uh, like, who? How much have we been sleeping on Van Jefferson? This. Uh, I don't even know who the hell that is. Uh, Van Jefferson, I think, was a second-round pick in 2020, which means, means, yes, we could have drafted him instead of Kyle Duggar. Uh, but, uh, uh, but I mean, six receptions, nine yards, uh, one touchdown. I mean, uh, I mean, in, yes, he's sort – yes, this far he's sort of touchdown dependent, but he's still – uh, but he's still been yeah second round. I just checked it. But he's still been in like great mm-hmm. as uh, like if you're gonna if you're gonna take a risk on uh, on anybody in fantasy, I'd probably uh, I'd probably say Van Jefferson. I mean, he's uh, since he's like the third receiver in that uh, in that system, he's not uh, he's not getting a lot of uh, he's he's not getting too much action. In in fantasy because I mean, uh-huh. Cup and Woods Woods hasn't done shit and Cup's been uh, Cup's been like top five receiver uh, receiver in the league. But yeah, Van yeah. Jefferson, but, fantastic receiver. But yeah, so we're gonna go over to uh, we're gonna go over to this next matchup between the Steelers and the and the Packers where we had a cheese head and a Ginzer live on YouTube talking about their favorite team for whatever reason. Uh-huh, Pittsburgh lost. Fuck Pittsburgh. Seriously, like Pittsburgh can't get shit going for them. They're done. Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger retired. Claypool. I mean, missing Claypool kind of, uh, kind of hurt. Yeah. I mean, uh, but we well, can't. We well, can't do. We well, can't do checkdowns to chase Claypool. What's the next best option? Well, no. I know. Pass check down. Pass checkdowns to Najee Harris. And then when that fails, do it to TikTok Poppy himself, Juju, Juju on that beats Mitch Schuster. <laughs> and uh, but I mean, in, I think Ben sustained like a hip injury in that game. So I think so, yeah. Uh, so who knows? Maybe maybe we're getting Ben next game. Maybe we're getting <laughs> maybe we're getting Mason Rudolph. Maybe we're getting Dwayne Haskins. Yes. Uh-huh. Just keep uh, just keep Mason Rudolph away from Miles Garrett. Uh, we don't want another help. We don't want another uh, helmet being hit in the head. 
Oh, you want his head to be hit by another helmet. Oh, you better keep him um, so close to Miles. Uh, it doesn't matter how far away you keep him from Miles Garrett. It, it, he's such a good pass rusher, and and Pittsburgh's O line is such garbage that uh, that I can almost guarantee. Uh, Ben's gonna sack him. Ben's gonna fucking sack himself into the turf, like he did a few weeks ago. But I mean, <laughs> this this. this <sighs> Uh, to go back to go to Green Bay, I mean, this was this was a uh, welcome home party for Randall Cobb in all sense sense of the words. Yeah, but if we want to talk about a wake up call, let's head on over to Mile High. We got the Broncos taking on the Ravens, and the Broncos. I mean, I mean to be fair, Teddy Bridgewater did get knocked out of the game with a concussion, but you still could have at least you know, you know, actually, I don't know done something with your but, goddamn team but also to be fair er, the broncos three ones this uh, this year have been in from have been against the two dipshits in mile high and uh, and the uh and the jaguars they're they're uh, they were entirely punching way below their pay grade and this and this was absolutely a wake-up call for them yeah yeah And Miles uh, Rashad Bateman still being kept out with the groin injury just makes you wonder when we're finally gonna uh, see him. I mean, they, I think they spent a first round pick on him. I mean, how long until we? See like a, what's it called? What's it called? Fucking. What are the Ravens gonna stop being injured to shit? That's what I want to know. Never. Never. It's football. But Lamar, but. The, but what's like about that ending play there, where he decided, where they decided to run it on one of the final plays of the game, and garbage time. Wait, I uh, I've been hearing about like what record they were trying to. Uh, they're trying they should to go for the most game, most consecutive games with a hundred rushing yards. For who, Lamar? No, for I think the Ravens organization. Period. Oh, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe. No, yeah, 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 it's team team wise. Cause now they're tied with uh like a Steelers team in the seventies at uh forty three consecutive now. I mean when when will anyone ever learn? I mean when the Steelers were were fielding Franco Harris, it was easy to do. Yeah. Must must have been nice for them to have a decent O line. But I mean yeah, but let's go to Sunday night football and the much anticipated matchup. Wait, Brady wait, comes wait, home. Sunday night. Brady comes home to take on his former mistress Bill Belichick with his new protege Mac Jones. It is God. Man is oh God. Oh my God, he actually got it. That's fine. Is God. God. He actually got it. You actually got the fucking jersey. It's the closest thing to Jesus we have. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Everyone. Zach, you've been. But what's up with Tom Brady? First off, setting a new career, no, no, a new NFL record for passing yardage in NFL history. He beat All out time. Drew Brees. He threw for 269 yards. Nice. And Fortnite had a nice game. <laughs> nice. 
you know, considering considering how little the, either team could do on offense until like the second half, I uh, I was almost thinking that this this game was going to be like the game where Peyton Manning set the at the record for passing yards. And that yeah. being, he sets the pat uh, he sets the passing yard record, but not before uh, throwing in throwing a few interceptions and then uh, and just it being the worst performance of his entire career. Yeah. But I mean, but on the picture, on the picture side of the football, all good. Uh, Zach, do you want to do you want to share your thoughts? Um, yeah. Um, I, I was surprised about um, how close the game was. You know, nineteen to seventeen. Um, oh, God, I I'm not forgiving Bill for that fucking field goal attempt. Yeah, that, Bill, that, that, that was a winnable game. That, yeah, that but was like, win- my, my question is, Bill, what the fuck were you doing with that? What my the fuck is, were you doing with that? My my bigger question is, Chase Winovich, what the hell were you doing? That dude was uh, that dude was uh, going back and forth from the from the field to the sideline and on one play. Uh, Bill is fucking furious and screaming at him to. And to come back onto the sideline and, and and it forced them to use a timeout uh, to use a timeout when they didn't need to uh, and uh, and I feel like if you're gonna lose a play uh, and I feel like that is definitely that's probably the no, worst. No, the field goal did it for me Bill get the fuck out of here no <laughs> uh, no the thi- no 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 if no, hold on, hold on. If the if the Nick Folk decision to kick the field goal being doing didn't piss me off, Stephon Gilmore being let go really pissed me off. I mean, uh, I mean again the, uh, I mean again the uh the decision to, and uh, to kick a field goal from that far out would have been, wouldn't have happened if they had, uh, if they had an extra timeout to work with if one of it didn't fuck it up. But to be fair, the clock was already stopped because it was even, an incomplete pass on third down. Still, they could have had they could have had time to run one more play. They could have had time to run an extra play, get more, get closer, uh, so uh, Folk could actually uh, kick the field goal. Well, well I don't, I, I don't fucking understand that. Don't. Sh- it wasn't. It wasn't <sighs> just the. It wasn't just the Nick Folk field goal. It was Chase Winovich being, uh, uh, being a. Uh, being a freaking imbecile. How is Mac Jones had a nice game? Two thirty-five yards, two touchdowns. Yep, but I mean, I, I, but honestly, though, I couldn't say that game was a lot closer than I should have been. Yeah, I, I feel like, and then there was the uh, was like, and then after the game, it was like that what? Not even a second long hug between Brady and Belichick. It was us. The one of the one of going for a you know, one night stand in the locker room for about twenty minutes. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, hey, I guess it, I guess it was a lot closer than it should have been, especially since in Fournette, him, uh, Leonard Fournette, it had uh, had like ninety one yards rushing, and the Patriots as a team had it had negative one in total rush yards. Yeah, speaking of the Patriots as well, Stephon Gilmore is gone. It was about uh, it was about time for him to be gone. I mean, and after after coming back from COVID last year, he was not the same player as, 
as he was in 2020. But at the same time, we probably could have gotten more from just cutting him than in trading him for a sixth round pick because. It, well, I mean, no, at least you got something back out of that because well, we cut him. Here's, here's the thing: you're forgetting about con- you're forgetting about compensatory picks. Thanks. Oh shit! That's right. With how, uh, with, with how Gilmore uh, played, getting uh, getting Pro Bowl in I think every uh, season he was with the Patriots, and on top of that, uh, getting first team All Pro and uh, and Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, the only thing that probably would have kept him from um, um, from being higher than like a fourth round compensatory pick would have been in the fact that he uh, would have been the fact that he had one year remaining on his contract and. Uh, yeah, and they didn't, yeah. and they weren't going to lose anything from uh, from getting rid but, of it. But when one leaves, another one enters. As we could say, welcome back, Jamie Collins. Yeah, think, baby. Let's fucking go on that one. I think it's Jamie Collins. I still think it's funny how uh, how that man is the closest uh, this team has gotten into a double digit sack player since Chandler Jones. Well, we have him back, so we have right, Let's back. move on over to Monday night football charges Raiders, and we're in a lightning delay despite it being closed off. It's a it's a lightning delay, even though it, they play in a dome. But since the since the outside isn't entirely a dome, it's not uh, considered a that that as well. And the team's logo is a lightning bolt. I mean. Uh, just, uh, fucking like what the hey, fuck? Hey, who knows? Maybe they were. Maybe they were just trying to. Maybe they had just delayed it because is uh, they're like, wait, lightning actually happens in LA. Lightning, uh, thunder and lightning actually happens in LA. Does rain happen too? Evidently, yes. But freaking Justin Herbert, twenty-five of thirty-eight, two hundred twenty-two yards, three touchdowns. Can we just highlight Austin Eckler uh, first? I mean, shit, 18, 18 touches, 145 total yards and two touchdowns. I'm not saying that he's the reason why I won in, in this past week in fantasy, but I am saying that I was six points behind when I, uh, when the week, uh, I was six points behind on Monday night. And, uh, and, and by the time the game was over, I was, uh, I was oh, like God, God. 15 points ahead, but still, ah. Yeah, but Derek Carr didn't have a bad game either. 196 yards, two TDs. Waller having 50 of those yards. Well, we all know. Uh, well, we all know what uh, song Derek Carr uh, likes playing. Uh, likes playing to pump himself up. It's "Get Low" uh, by Ying Yang Twins and and Lil John because he's throwing it to the windows, to the Waller, <laughs> to the Waller. <laughs> oh God. But let's quickly talk about Thursday night this week. Let's not and say we did. Let's not and say we did. No, 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 we are. I don't want to talk about Geno Smith. And I don't want to talk about Russ getting his finger dislocated. You need to calm down. Ma'am, you need to calm down. I will not calm down. Um, You didn't calm down for when the, the, the Leafs lost game seven. To be fair, I was going to be critical of the minor way. Yeah, I'm going to be critical. Well, no matter what, too. Aside from the fact that, you know what? Geno Smith actually kind of... Uh, Geno Smith 
You know what? He didn't look terrible. No, he didn't look that bad. Man, fucking hell. Man. Like, like 110 yards on the fucking in the second half since coming in. Because, you know, Russ had the case of the uh the finger movement. Yeah, the yeah, the middle finger. Yeah, take the middle finger. Well, he's not getting uh well uh, well now he can't do the Earl Thomas and uh, and give his team the middle finger on the on <sighs> being carted off. But <laughs> thank God I had Cup and uh Metcalf play this game. Thank God I had a start this week. Yeah, DK yeah, it seems like the uh the reins for for a top receiver sort of shifting back from Lockett to uh, to Metcalf recently. And, yeah. Uh, and honestly, I'm not surprised. They uh, uh, Seattle changes who they want to be you know, the number one receiver as often as they you know, change underwear. But, and then there was that last try for the Seahawks in the fourth quarter. Geno Smith takes the snap, goes to his right because they're under pressure. He throws it, and it's intercepted. Geno Smith once again being Geno Smith. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, here's the thing. You're against the Rams defense. They're gonna, they're gonna apply great pressure on you no matter what. You got Donald. You got, uh, you got Sebastian Joseph Day. You got uh, a lot of of great playmakers. There's the reason. The reason why one of the uh, the reason why one of the uh, uh, the reason why one Seahawks receiver had to pull all the work is because is Jalen Ramsey can only father one child at a time. And, but even then, uh, but even oh, no, then, no, this week, this week was mainly Jesse versus Jocelyn. It was, uh, it was That's also, what this week was. I mean, it was also the, uh, uh, but I mean, DK also uh, decided he was going to uh, rebel against his dad. I mean, uh, and he went off for like two touchdowns and how many yards? Um, I didn't see how many yards he went for, but he had a hell of a game, no. But that will be it for the games of week five plus the bonus of week six Thursday night football. You mean on to some of the week five Thursday night football. Oh yeah, shit. I keep I mean, hey, this week we get the London games. We get to what we get to wake up to to the, the London games, you get to wake up to the Jets and Falcons playing, and then immediately wish we were watching CBS Sunday morning. <laughs> yes. Anyway, it's gonna be t- it's a tank ball, but onto the news. Well, Sean McCoy signs a one-day contract with the Eagles, and his career is now over. One of the one of the best running backs of this generation, and. Easily a hall, easily a hall of famer. If it, oh, very easily. If it weren't for Adrian Peterson, this man would have been the best running back of the entire last decade. Yeah, yeah. Also in the news, ironically enough, and I really do mean ironically, Marshawn Lynch to serve as the NFL Players Association chief brand ambassador, aiming to support development of past, present, and future players in the NFL. How is this ironically? It's just Marshawn Lynch. That's why. Is it because of the I'm just here so I won't get fined thing? Yes. I mean, I guess that's fair. But I mean. Also. Oh, God. Yeah. Texans kicker Robbie Gold 
um, is being placed on IR. I'm not sure what for because it wasn't placed in the document. But uh, Texans have signed Joey Sly in the uh, uh, to kick for them in the interim. It doesn't matter because, I mean, in what the hell, when the hell are the Texans going to get in field goal range anyway? Answer, never. I mean, unless they rely on that freaking stacked uh, run game that they don't seem even intent on. In- on that or they can rely on uncircumcised penis snack and Davis Mills. You're, don't give me that look. Don't give me that fucking look. But still, but still, you have a you have a you have a running back core of uh, Philip Lindsay, David Johnson, and Mark Ingram. What the hell are you doing in passing the ball as, as often as you are? Logic one hundred. Anyway, what was also logic one hundred is Terrell Pryor's actions, getting arrested for assaulting a woman, and also throwing pumpkins at her car. What the fuck was that? Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. You want something spooky? Take some pumpkins to your car. Fuck you. I mean, it's not the I mean it's not the most disgusting usage of a pumpkin that I uh, that I've seen, but uh that Okay, is, we're not getting we're not getting in and out now. No, 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 no. Not going oh down this road. Justin Fields has Finally, been named a permanent starter for the Chicago Bears. Took it on and off, Matt Nagy. From from one from one legendary Buckeye to another, Terrell Pryor to Justin Fields. <laughs> it's a smooth transition, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Jets. Yes, John Franklin Myers. Getting himself a new deal, four years, fifty-five million dollars with thirty mil guaranteed. I mean, here's here's the thing about the Jets. It's they have a fantastic interior defensive line, and it's entirely because of John Franklin Myers. The problem is, is that uh, while they can apply so much pressure to their offense, they can't uh, they can't ever. Uh, while they can apply so much uh, pressure to the. Uh, to the offensive line, they can't ever finish because they don't have a deep, uh, a good pass rusher to uh, to finish the job. Uh, so, uh, honestly, I believe that this was a fantastic. Please tell me it's not too late. For... Wait, how the fucking am I picking me up from here? Jesus Christ! This dude's in another room. All right. So Tanner's. All right, where are we? Uh, where are we? Uh, we were just finishing up on John Franklin Myers. Where uh, we're getting to uh, an an interesting last piece of news. Uh, remember when Bruce Allen said that the culture of the Washington football team was actually damn good? Uh, well, apparently that culture led to head athletic trade of Ryan Vermillion. He plays up Admin Leave after the DEA raided the fucking team facility for for a criminal investigation. And the nice shot, Washington. And the NFLPA put out a uh, statement into the uh, to NFL uh, to players. All the players, right? Say no. And this was pretty much saying if the DEA contacts you, contact the NFLPA so they can get the legal team in on this shit. So they can assist the player on that next step. 
sort of. Uh, well, now we'll do it for the football segment, but before the hockey segment, let's talk about something real quick. Geno Smith was the epitome of a bench warmer, but what he didn't, but what he should have had with him was bench warmer, bro. Great coffee, easy down the pro, gets you good energy during the day. Definitely go give him a buy. Benchwarmerbrew.com. We're not even getting. We're not even getting. <laughs> uh, we're not even. We don't even have a promo code to. Uh, to give, no, I to, want. To give them. Erna, please sponsor me. Please, please, eh, please. We need eh, the comment needs money. <laughs> hey, let's go to let's. Let's go to the ice. ice. We got some. We got some good news today for hockey. Not a lot, but some good ones. You sure we'll about? In sure about good news? There's still a Vander Kane shit. Oh great! We have let's just, some let's of that. Just get the, the Vander Kane shit out of the way already, because yeah. Vander so Kane Vander Kane, Kane Antonio. Basically, the investi- Yeah. So basically, the investigation of him uh, viol- allegedly violating COVID protocols actually stems from him possibly submitting a fake vaccination card. This dude's a bozo. Like, that's there's just, no other way to wrap it. That's just an understatement. Who is he? Um, he was. He used to be on the. He's on the Sharks now. He, 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 he wasn't was, he on the Sabers though. At one point, he was. On, he was yeah. on the Jets and he was on the Sabers. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get the shit out of the way. Um, <clears throat> Vancouver made two big signings this past week. The first one being Elias Pedersen. Gone on a nice three-year deal worth seven point three five per. I and think the other one, the, the other one being the big fish, Mister Quinn Hughes, six years, seven point eight five million per year. Those are some pretty big twin contracts. Hope you can, uh, uh, hope they can, you know, actually, uh, uh, actually play up to their uh, to their contracts. Unlike most people in Vancouver. Absolutely, Erickson. Larson. Lily Erickson. Lily Erickson, baby. <laughs> Tyler Sagan. Louis Erickson for Tyler Sagan. Oh, Erickson my God. Throwback. Don't, don't forget uh, Riley Smith. Rich Peverly, baby. <laughs> Rich Peverly, that's right. Um, the Robin Lehner was calling out some coaches as well for their medical malpractice. For some medical malpractice. Millen presented around the, the drug Ambien, which is supposed to help out insomnia, to which Lehner said that when he was given this, it nearly killed him. Cheapers. Yeah. Cheapers, creepers, Batman. And, and it even got to the point where he called uh, Flyers coach Elaine Vigneault a fucking dragon or whatever. A dragon? Or something like that. I don't know, like an old dragon or some shit. I didn't see Dragging these thing. nuts. <laughs> My God. Cap. So much cap. <laughs> <laughs> but um, also, this one's a little bit of a more somber one. Uh, Blue Jackets announced that they they do have plans to honor fallen goaltender Matisse Kavinex on opening night, including raising a a raising a banner that will remain on the rafters all season long with the number 80. And they will have helmet decals on their helmets. But what happened to him? 
he died on July 4th from a firework accident. He was like, yeah. Kill is still young too. He's like, I think it was 24, 25. I'm not sure of the age anymore. But, this is the, uh, the Jackets boy, right? Yeah. Well, like, so many players have came out and said that he saved their lives from that. If that, if he didn't do what he did. Fucking hero, dude. But, yeah. But um, another big contradiction coming out this morning. Alexander Barkov getting himself an eight-year deal worth $80 million. Smart move, Florida. Now, please, yeah. do something. <clears throat> yeah. As well, the NHC, the, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what league would you, you would consider it, but the, but five countries have announced their first, their first three players for the Olympics. And I will go over that right now, let me pull it up. Shouldn't take long, because you know. Here we go. So, for oh, you got more of them. Okay, so that's even better. So we're just gonna name all of them then. Okay, yeah. see how it is. So for Team Canada, Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Alex Petrangelo. For the U.S., it's Patrick Kane, Austin Matthews, and Seth Jones. Yeah, Seth Jones gonna let the call up. Would that be something? From Finland, Alexander Barkov, Mikko Rantanen, Sebastian Aho. From Sweden, Victor Hedman, Gabriel Landeskog, Mika Zabenejad. From the Czech Republic, David Pasternak, Andrzej Polat, Jakub Voracek. From Russia, Alex Ovechkin, Nikita Kucherov, Andrei Vasilevsky. From Denmark, like Nikolai it. Ehlers, Oliver Bjorkstrand, Alexander True. From Germany, Leon Dreisaitl, um, Moritz Seeder, and Philip Grubauer. From the Swiss, Yossi, Meyer, and Hishay. From Slovakia, it's going to be Halak. Wait a minute, Halak? Wait, why Halak? They need a goaltender, I mean, I guess. I guess so. I can't. Um, I, Halak, Chernak, and Sakura, and from Latvia. Okay, wait, what team is Halak on? I'm oh, sorry? What team is Halak on? Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, and from Latvia, Gerg, Zemis, Gergesen, uh, Kay Robbins, I have no idea who the hell you are, and Rudolf Spalsers. Uh, honestly, I'm just wondering how long it's going to take the, uh, it's going to take them. And to announce that Cal McCarr is going to be on the uh, uh, the Canadian team. In due time. But to wrap up the hockey segment, um, goaltender Carey Price is taking a leave of absence from the Montreal Canadiens and has entered the NHL NHLPA uh, player assistance program. And this is stemming from mental health issues that he is suffering from. Good for him. Good for him. I know. The dude's been fucking a warrior. He needs this. But get better, though, Carrie. We're all rooting for you, even if you are on the piece of shit Habs. Let's slip it over from... Uh, Is he the longest-tenured Canadian? Yeah, the longest-tenured Canadian goaltender. Because I, I remember he was on the 018. Yeah, he was, yeah, he's was been there for a long time. Like a rookie. Bro. Yeah, so from the ice to the parquet, we go. 
We got a, uh, we got a, uh, we got a whole. We got, another, we got another job at Jesse for the final for the sprinkler incident, and that being the Bucks and Grizzlies preseason game was suspended because of fire alarms. Would have thought it was um, Shay Dirt. <laughs> The sprinkler was uh, the sprinkler was is the uh, the Firebirds game. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, um. I'll have to ask you about that during the baseball segment because I actually want to hear your side of the story about this. But um, as all Paul Gasol officially retiring from the NBA, and the Lakers are set to his retired are set to retire his jersey. I uh, Paul Gasol was fantastic. It was fantastic. It was all so underrated, bro. It'll, so underrated. I he agree. was so nice with those Laker teams with Kobe. He was like the he was such a good compliment player to Kobe. Oh god, yeah. Will always so confuse me how uh, how Michael Jordan with the first overall pick in that draft said, "You know what? I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take uh, Kwame Brown over Tyson Chandler and Paul Gasol." Tyson Chandler was a good player too. Yeah, Tyson Chandler, and, really. Uh, uh, yeah, and then Marcus Saul. I mean, he was on the Lakers last year. I don't know where he. Yeah. Uh, he he basically got traded to Memphis, and then he, he got, got traded, uh, waived and bought out, and then he's now back. He's going to be playing Spain. Oh, all right. So yeah, I mean, but then the final piece, which actually was brought to my attention recently, eighteen former NBA players were arrested NBA. for for uh, what was it defaulting on the. Uh, on the uh, health insurance thing for the NBA, totally uh, four million dollars. Zach, I think what? you have a lot of the dudes of, uh, on this one. Yeah, we'll let you take this one. So. Yeah. Um, so there was like a four million dollar health insurance fraud scheme uh, to um, rip off the league's plan, um, basically doing um, like fake checks and all that stuff. Um, You're shitting me. Yeah. So um, there were players include uh, former Celtics uh, Tony Allen, uh, Glenn Big Baby Davis, um, and Sebastian Telfair. Um, and you know what's more, being uh, Tony Rowan, William Bynum, and the ringleader apparently was Terrence Williams. Yes. How, how do you have to be that fucking dumb and do what you did? I mean, I mean, let's not. I mean, in the uh, uh, Americans, America's insurance uh, uh, insurance system is kind of uh, screwed up. Uh, screwed it's all up. been screwed up. Everything in this country is screwed up. Uh, yes. <laughs> not to say whole please, but let's transition over to the diamond. And I do want to hear Jesse's side of the story of that incident at, at the Firebirds game. I want to hear this. Yeah, before before we before we crap on my uh, my opinions of uh, of Player of the Year, uh, uh, let's hear let's hear Jesse's story about the uh, the, spl- <laughs> the sprinkler incident. Oh boy! Uh, so it was I want to say the uh, ninth. Yeah, it was the ninth inning. And I was just sitting there, and then all of a sudden the sprinklers came off because the game reached a point of, like, 10 o'clock, and the sprinklers just got able to come on. And so we had to, like, 
I come out on the field and I have to run and go get buckets in the freaking uh, locker room. And next thing I know, I'm having other kids sit on buckets and I'm looking at kids sit on buckets and I'm I'm great. I'm just throwing buckets at kids and I don't know. <laughs> just I think just, like, Jesse just like, like I just hey, had kid. to run to right field through this through the sprinklers and it was just a shit show, but we got gone. I mean it was only for half an inning, but it was it was bad. The field was soaked for like three days. But... I remember uh, I remember like late one night I was uh, I was just on uh, I was just perusing YouTube and I was and I was like Oh, the Firebirds are, or the Firebirds are playing. Let's see how they're doing because I mean, it should probably be. We should probably do that uh, for the podcast tonight. Uh, and it's the bottom knife, and I just uh, here. It seems like the sprinklers have turned on, <laughs> and uh, and I I had to I had to hold back. Uh, it was bad. I had to hold bad. back an insane amount of laughter. Uh, uh, that would be enough to wake up my family to be uh, watching. Anyway. Oh, my Lord. Anyway. Yeah, my, my players of the year. Let's go. Basically, we're doing it like this. We're going to have one player for the American League and one player for the National League. We, and just a brief, like, we choose who it is, and we say a little bit why they deserve it. You all can go before me because I want to save. Uh, all right, uh, I'll go. I'll go. So I'll start us off. My American League, my AL Player of the Year, <clears throat> had a hell of a year. He tied for the home run crown. He had the most home runs earned by a tw- by a player aged 22 years old or younger, and had 111 RBIs. I'm talking about my motherfucking boy, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yes. What did you say? Ah, yes. You sleep with one eye open tonight. <laughs> I always do. I never get sleep. <laughs> but in terms of my National League player, he led the National League with 247 strikeouts on the season. He had a subpar record, 14 and 10, but but he's still considered one of the better pitchers in the National League. My National League player of the year is Zach Wheeler. I mean, let's also not, you know, let's also well, not uh, act like the, uh, uh, like the Phillies offense was, is anything to write home about until the second half. Bryce Harper. Yep. Made me lose my voice at one time. It was definitely worth it. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> Zach, you're, you're next. Your mic's muted, bud. There you go. So, my AL uh, is Shohei Otani. Um, you know, he's, you know, he made splashes. He, you know, you know, he hit a lot of home runs while also pitching. Like, um, yeah, and then I got the, now I got for the NL. I got um, Max Scherzer, who uh, you know he transitioned from the Nationals to the Dodgers pretty well, and he he was fourth in wins in the NL and second lowest ERA in the National wow. League. I would 
Honestly, I would also like to to just just highlight a a certain Julio Urias who has who had quite possibly the quietest twenty one season of in I've ever heard. Anyway, yeah, Jesse, you're... you're next up. So for the American League, I'm going Shohei Otani. He's the most talented player we've ever seen since Babe Ruth. Um, he had, I want to say, around 43 home runs this year, and he was topping the league in ERA. I mean, for the NL, it's a very tough one because you can, for the first half of the year, it was going to look like Ronald Acuna Jr. or Jacob DeGrom. Um, but for the, the NL, second half, the game changed. The second half, everything really did change. So I'm going Bryce Harper. Uh, I thought he had an MVP, like, second half. Uh, he brought the Phillies back into contention. And yeah. I just want to throw out some honorable mentions. Uh, I mean, it's tough for teams that didn't really sniff the playoffs, like uh, looking at players like Salvador Perez, who had the most home runs in a season by a catcher since Johnny Bench, 48. Um, Salvador Perez was amazing. Even Tatis was great, but he was hurt on and off this year. And I think yeah. the Padres were probably the biggest disappointment of baseball, considering they traded for an all-star second baseman and Adam Frazier. And, that's why they, and that is why they fired their uh, skipper. Yeah, which we'll get to in another. Uh, the Padres? Another. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They, fired their, they fired their manager. But um, I thought Tatis was great, but I just uh, – having a disappointing season like that, I, I just think Otani's just such a unique case, even for a team that's not even making the playoffs. He deserves the MVP, and I think second, it's, it's Guerrero, even with Harper, too, being the same case. But. Yeah. All right, Josh. I just think all the teams in the MLB playoffs right now are so loaded. All right, like, yeah. Depth, it's not just one. All right, Josh. How are you gonna piss us off today? All right, my uh, let's start with AL. Well, my truly controversial opinion for uh, AL MVP is going to be Shohei Otani. Oh my, uh, oh my God! Stop the presses. I actually have a good take once in a while. But I mean, do I do I need to do I really need to say any, anything here that hasn't already been uh, said about uh, Shohei? I think Jesse and Zach, you covered it uh, pretty well. Oh, one of the uh, one of the best position in players in the uh, uh, one of the best position players in the league in this year, and uh, and I mean, without him, um, there was like uh, there weren't any sort of uh, playmakers in that. Uh, uh, really in that uh, starting lineup or rotation other than like Jared Walsh, but uh, Jared Walsh for, for a bit and Mike Trout uh, for like the first month or two of the season. Now, yeah, that decaf cop, that dark grass is so good. Now for my, uh, for my actual truly controversial opinion. My NL it doesn't work. Jesse flips his fucking lid. My NL MVP is. No, I I just said I like I don't I like I get it, but I just don't think I just don't think he played enough games. Okay, okay, but but hear me out. When you are a player that is Zach, get the popcorn. When you are in, when you are a player that is so impactful to uh, uh, to your team. Yeah, victory. but they're making the playoffs without. No. That's hold what, on, that's what my hold on. When you are a player that is so impactful to your. Uh, <laughs> To your team's victory, that 
that uh, the opposing mm, that the opposing starting rotation is purposefully trying to mm, to peg you to get you out of the game. Um, <laughs> I think that speaks mm, volumes to. Uh, I think that speaks volumes to well, one, just how petty the freaking Marlins are, and two, uh, just how uh, just how insane of a player uh, uh, Acuna is. He he was on pace for forty five home runs and thirty one stolen bases. He, he would have been the uh, he would have had he would have had his second thirty for thirty season thirty thirty season in, in three years, and he and it would have been the first first time since Alfonso Soriano in two thousand five and two thousand six to do that, but. Uh, but again, it's more of a, it's more of a, uh, he was on pace to do it. Uh, and while he was uh, playing, he was fan, uh, he was insane. But uh, I guess my honorable mentions are, uh, are, I mean, I might have uh, a little bit of uh, by it. Uh, here, since I do part Since I do part-time as a Braves fan, because, and, but I think, think both, uh, both Freddie Freeman and Austin Riley hitting in over 300 and uh, and over 30 to- and over 30 home runs deserve to be uh, noted somewhere of uh, I think uh, I think in terms of uh, I think for pitchers we absolutely need to uh, to talk about uh, the uh, the re- uh, the comeback of Chris Sale oh, in the for the Red Sox, I mean, he was. A, I mean, for uh, the only other player in the league besides Saint in league history besides Sandy Koufax to have three uh, immaculate innings, and yeah, uh, another uh, AL uh, competitor, I'd say, is probably either Salvador Perez or Aaron Judge. Wow, no respect on Vlad. What the fuck? Okay, Vlad gets that. Vlad gets an honorable mention for an honorable mention. Oh, respect on my boy. But uh, eh. but yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about this first, real quick. The Padres after that disappointing collapse in the second half of the season, decided to tell their coach to fuck off. Jeepers, that's that's not good. That is very not good. You like? I like how they spent all that money and made all those trades, and everyone thought, "Oh, look at uh, look at the San Diego Padres." They're going to be the top shit this year. The only shit that they were was an actual pile of shit. All right. But uh, uh, we also have uh, the Mets losing their uh, manager, Luis Rojas. Uh, and, uh, and Mets fans, I mean, there's not much to be happy about. I mean, you lost, uh, you lost a Grom for the season. You were uh, you were losing McNeil, and uh, you were losing a Your good players player. want to boo the fans. But also, I'd like to talk about uh, Francisco Lindor. Uh, yes, he had a bad season at the plate, but uh, but I mean, uh, he's he was basically the anti Bogarts. Uh, it's this year. He was uh, yeah. he wasn't great at the plate, but uh, he but he was easily. More, but he was easily one of the best defensive shortstops in the entire league, probably even the best. Is the Red Sox? If there is one thing that is going to kill them this, this postseason, it is their infielding. We cannot in, 
Devers and, and Bogarts are as great as they are at the plate are horrible at, at fielding and Vasquez yeah. sucks. It's really the only reliable uh, infielder we have uh, to my knowledge is, uh, is really Bobby Dalbeck. That's all, that's all we have. And yeah, we haven't had a consistent infield since, uh, since Dustin Pedroia and Mitch Moreland were on the same in roster. Yeah. Um, as well, we got uh, the wild card games that have gone on. Uh, let's look at the first one. Jesse, we know he wants for this one. You can tell us your experience in the second. The Red Sox managing to defeat the New York Bitches. I mean, Yankees, 6-1. Was it 6-2? Six 6-2, to two? Six to two, yeah. An AL wild card game on Tuesday to move on Let's to face Tampa Bay. And in the NL wild card game, the Dodgers beat out the Cardinals, the defending champs moving on to San Francisco. Chris Taylor with a two-run walk-off home run. Ah, <clears throat> uh, Jess, your mic's muted. There you go. Yeah. Both those games were crazy. Uh, obviously, Tuesday night, Fenway was something else, getting off to a start like that with Bogart. Oh, my God. The, the crowd was ecstatic. But um, I will say, though, ESPN, your commentary ESPN sucks. fucking sucks. Yeah, ESPN. So does A-Rod's the worst I think I've ever heard. Hell, the fucking the commentary for the, for the uh, Dodgers-Cardinals game was a lot better than that. Yeah, because it, 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 the ESPN one just seems it's a Yankees broadcast. It could have been, oh, of course. It could have been worse. It could have been, and we had Joe Buck commentating. Honestly, I would have rather had Joe Buck commentating that game. That commentary was so Buck shit. Commentate a freaking baseball game with how boring. Yes. Look at, look, look at. Would you rather have Matt? Would you rather have Buck? Or would you rather have what the fuck that static commentary was? With how boring Joe Buck is as a. As a football commentator, it surprises me how he, he he doubles as a baseball commentator. Although considering, although considering the slower pace of baseball than oh, compared to football, I uh, I guess I shouldn't be too surprised. But yeah, but, but um, but those games are crazy though. I like both games. But speaking, Do we have the uh, speaking I'm sorry, Dodgers, we have uh, a couple. Clayton Kershaw. We have a couple of key injuries. It is one to one to infielder Max Muncie and one to and to ace is Clayton Kershaw. Uh, now, I think Muncie should be back tonight for the Muncie, game against San Fran. Muncie, I, I'm not saying he should be Muncie, back. They are uh, they are rushing him way too uh, quickly. Uh, no, because I think Muncie said himself that he may be ready to go for game one. He might be, but that doesn't mean that he's going to be 100. Uh, that doesn't mean and there's no risk for. Re-injury. As for uh, right. Kershaw, absolutely not. No. As for Kershaw, as for Kershaw, you don't know because like because the pain in the elbow, you could because that may like end his postseason. Yeah. As for Kershaw, that might not only be the end of of the postseason for him, but it also oh might be the last time he's um, he sees the uh, he sees the postseason in in Dodgers blue. And honestly, I think Dodgers. Well, contract expired. Huh? What does contract expire or something? If I'm not mistaken, yeah. But uh, uh, but Dodgers fans, I guess they have something to, uh, to be happy about in that. Because, that uh, because 
it saves them from the agony that is playoff Kurt, Clayton Kershaw. Yes. To give, well, you, that's, oh, to give you an idea of uh, of the difference between Kershaw uh, in the regular season and postseason. In the regular season, he has an ERA of uh, of two point four nine and uh, and a WHIP of uh, one point zero zero four. In uh, yeah. in the postseason, an ERA of four point one nine and a WHIP of of one point oh seven four. The whip, but that's it for baseball. Um, Zach, it's time for you to do your Bears sports corner. All right. Um, so I start off with Bears football. Um, so this week they won against Pittsburgh State, forty-two to nothing, on Saturday, making them three and zero in the conference, uh, the mascot conference that is. And three and two total on the season. Um, women's soccer, two and zero in conference, five and four total. They're second in the MASCAC. Volleyball, two and one in MASCAC, four and six total. Fourth in the MASCAC. Then they just uh, what was it called? Did they didn't they play last night? Who? Who volleyball? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Okay. I thought I thought I saw something about that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um men's soccer. One and two in conference, three and seven overall, six in the math cat. Field hockey, uh, two and three in little east, four and six overall, ninth in the little east. Finally, we have women's tennis, five and one in literally play, uh, eight and two overall, and they're currently in a six-match winning streak, and they are second place in the Lilies Conference. And that's the Bear Sports Corner. All right, all right. Uh, so none of the miscellaneous have, stuff. I do Go have ahead. an update about uh, Russell Wilson. It seems like eh, this is coming out. Uh, just, just 45 minutes ago, thanks to Nick Shook uh, and around the NFL writer, er, he has avoided a fracture er, to er, to his middle finger er, as far as X-rays can is can perceive. But uh, but he is still un, but he's still going to go and undergo an MRI today, and and it is possible that he, he may have surgery on it. So yeah. great, I have to watch freaking. I have to watch uh, freaking Geno Smith take control of my offense. Or, or, or here, here's a, here's a fun. How about the Seahawks go and sign Cam Newton? I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, it could work. He's got I, the weapon. Uh, I didn't know what a Liz Frank injury uh, was, <sighs> is, but considering how, uh, but considering how oh, much it's apparently. A severe detriment to anybody who's a uh, who yeah. runs a lot. I I can't see. I don't know. I just can't see Seattle taking too much of a risk on and uh, on signing Cam Newton. And besides, Gino didn't terrible, but I mean, but let's go back to miscellaneous where we have where we have a a very very happy story. 
and one of the best, one of the best soccer players to ever play in the game, Pele. I think it was earlier this year or sometime last year, he was diagnosed with colon cancer and he has been finally released from the, from the hospital. It is, he, there is still a possibility that he could undergo chemotherapy, but screw cancer. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, but I'm going to this itself. I can't. I hope it's on there. But uh, yes, I did speak Portuguese there. So what? My mom is Brazilian. Yes, she spoke Portuguese, <laughs> but um, you didn't have time to aim to find a and an annoying J.R. Smith art, uh, an annoying J.R. Smith academic article for me uh, to be pissed about. The only thing I have is he's doing sports. midterms. That's yeah, that's all. Find- you found sports. You didn't find in. You didn't find academics. Come on, Tanner, step it up. And not my fault. There was nothing going on. Maybe it I'm, is. I don't control his life. I don't. Maybe it is. I don't inform. But uh, Bubba Wallace, and the rain shortened Talladega, uh, wins wins that and becomes the first black NASCAR driver to win the cup since 1963. Fantastic work, Eric Bubba. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was also, uh, wasn't he like, uh, wasn't there like a thing of like uh, something in, in his garage uh, vaguely resembled a new? That was last year. That was yeah, last year. Was last year. Uh, but still. Well, I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about, though. Fantastic work, Baba. Uh, and. Well deserved. Oh, well, um, we got the. Uh, WBA heavyweight championship matchup this weekend. Oh yeah, that's between right. Tyson Fury. Yeah, Tyson Fury and what was the other guy's name? It was Tyson Fury against um Wilder, who's yeah, yeah versus Dash Wilder. I think his name was. Oh, no, the De- Deontay Wilder. Yeah, but I think that's all we have this week. Thank you guys for all tuning in. We appreciate you. We and we appreciate all the support we get from you. And we'll see you all next week. Don't forget to check out benchwomabrew.com for their delightful coffee. We're not sponsored, although we wish we were. Yes.